You're listening to the What The Fab podcast, where empowered women empower women through candid conversations, inspiring stories, and tangible tips. I'm your host, Elise Armitage. I'm a digital creator, and I left my nine to five job at Google to chase my dreams of being an entrepreneur. I'm so happy to have you here. Let's get into some real talk. Well, hello. Welcome back to the What The Fab podcast. We're on episode number 23, and I'm doing another solo episode today, answering another frequently asked question that I receive pretty often about how I was able to run my blog as my side hustle, my side business, while also working full-time at Google. I did that for six and a half years, and I'm going to get all into my best tips and tricks for that. And I think this episode will be relevant whether you are looking to start a side hustle while you're working full-time, looking to launch a business while you're working full-time, or even if you're not interested in a side hustle, if you're just looking for like some, you know, optimization and time management kind of hacks and tips, as well as just looking for more time and space in your day aside from work to do other things that you want to do. So whether it's a side hustle to launch a business or make more money, or it's finding more time, do a hobby, spend time with friends, with your partner, whatever it is, I think that these tips will help you out. So we're going to get all into it. Before we do, I want to do something a little bit different. I know that several of you have left reviews for the podcast, which I really, really appreciate. And some of you have shared on your stories and tagged me. I just like with your key takeaways or things that you enjoyed about episodes, it makes me so, so happy and just excited to see that. So I want to do a little giveaway. Let's see, it is mid-June, so let's run this through the end of July because I'm traveling for a bit. So we're going to do a giveaway. To enter, all you have to do is rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and then tag me in a story screenshotting the episode. You can share your favorite episode. You can share key takeaways from this episode. It doesn't have to be this one. Any episode you want to share is great. And that is how to enter. So what am I giving away? I have a ton of extra PR goodies and packages from brands that I want to share with you guys. So it's a lot of like beauty brands and just like little kind of like cute accessories, things like that. So I am going to put together a few different packages. I'm going to have each package have a retail value of $100. Maybe I'll throw in some like what the fab branded pens and notebooks if I have any of those left over from when I had those made a year ago. So I'll make it cute. I'll make it fun. I'll give away a few. So again, I'm going to run this through the end of July. So you have until then and just leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts and tag me in a story screenshotting one of the What the Fab podcast episodes. All right, so let's chat about running a side hustle while also working full-time. So my blog was my side hustle for six and a half years. I should probably take a step back and share how I started my blog because that's definitely something I receive a lot of questions about too. So I launched What the Fab in the summer of 2012 and I was working at my very first job out of grad school. I was working at a small communications agency in the city. It was like my first big girl job. And I was learning a ton there and really learning how to manage an editorial calendar, write our 
blog posts, press releases, email newsletters, and I was having so much fun doing it, but the company was focused on employee benefits communication, so I was writing about things like how to get your employees engaged in their 401k program and like your wellness programs, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having so much fun doing this and managing all of these pieces and creating this content. Imagine if I was writing about something that I was like naturally, you know, personally interested in, and I was like, I should start my own blog. And so that is how What the Fab was born. It was originally very focused on fashion. I don't even know if I would call it fashion at the time. Girl, it was rough. If you look back at some of those like original outfit posts, ooh, they're like dirty mirror shot and selfies. Very, very casual. But anyways, that was how it first launched with like outfit photos and then also beauty product reviews and just kind of like trend pieces. So I would write about like spring trends. And that was how it launched. And it's really evolved since then. It's been nine years that I've been running with the fab. I can't believe that next year is going to make a decade. And obviously now it is my full-time business and it has been for the last two and a half years. But for those first six and a half years, I was grinding it out nights and weekends. And so I have received a lot of questions about how was I able to do that? So when I think about advice I want to give somebody for how to manage a side hustle while also working full time. I kind of have these different pillars or like verticals in my mind. So for me, there is kind of like things that fall under the mindset category, like discipline and just like mindset shifts that I had to make in order to do this. Also a category for sort of time management and how I was going to manage my time and and make the time for this side hustle. And then lastly would be my overall wellness. So both my physical and mental wellness and kind of making sure that all three of those categories, I was hitting on things within those verticals and making sure that I was firing on all cylinders and like really optimizing my life around this. So let's start with the mindset category. So first of all, I just want to say if you are thinking about launching a side hustle, launching a blog, my best advice would be to just start, just do it. You have no idea how many people reach out to me and say that they want to start a blog, they want to launch a side hustle, and you know, six months, a year later, they haven't done anything. And I know it can be really, really paralyzing, like all of the unknown and uncertainty and like, I don't know how to do this and it's not going to be good when I start. Like, no, of course it's not going to be good when you start. I was just talking about like my cringy outfit photos from when I first started. Maybe I will link one or two of them in the show notes so you can see, because I do think it's important to see how people evolve and like where they start from. Yes, this is my full-time business now. I've run a six-figure company, but when I launched it, Oh my goodness, it was it was not that. So everyone starts somewhere and everyone is bad when they first start. So don't let that hold you back. Just start and really like the trial and error and the actual doing is what is going to get you to progress and evolve. But if you never start and you just kind of think about like, oh, I want to do this, but like, I'm not sure how, like you're never going to get anywhere. So that's my first mindset shift. My second mindset shift is really around discipline. And that might sound kind of harsh, but if you 
want to do this thing, you want to do this side hustle, you know, that means that you are working some other full-time job and you're exhausted at the end of the day. Like we're all tired when we get home from work and it's really, really tempting to just veg out, watch some Netflix and call it a day. But having the discipline of like knowing what your goals are, being like super hyper-focused and thinking about what's one thing that I can do every single day, making sure that every day you are moving the needle forward on your side hustle. Even if you only have an hour at night, you know, what are you going to put that hour towards for your side hustle to move things forward? You know, blocking out times on your calendar to work on your side hustle and committing to them. For me, that was a lot, most of my evenings on weeknights and a solid chunk of my weekends. And for six and a half years, I worked on my blog probably almost every single night and most weekends. And so I think that's why it's also important when you're thinking about launching a side hustle, it has to be something that you love. It can't be something that you're just like, oh, this will just, you know, make me some extra money. It'll be passive income. Like, trust me, especially when you're first launching it, it is not passive. I'm finally starting to see some passive income from my blog, from the ads on my site and from the affiliate links that's actual like real money, not just pocket change. And I have been doing this for nine years. <laughs> so it has really taken a long time and it's not going to happen overnight. But if you really, really love it, like for me blogging, I just had so much fun with it. And even if I didn't make a penny from it, I would still do it because I love it and I enjoy it. So that's something else to keep in mind when you're launching a side hustle. Like it's gotta be something that you love. It's gotta be something that will drive you and motivate you to like maintain that discipline and kind of see the broader picture and vision and keep yourself committed to those times that you wanna work on that side hustle. Otherwise, trust me, it is so easy. Even if you love it, it's easy to to wanna be like, oh, I'll, I'll work on that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. There were so many times that I had to skip out on like impromptu happy hours with coworkers because I knew in my mind that I had committed to working that evening on a blog post that needed to go live the next day. And, you know, friends at work were like, hey, we're going to happy hour. Want to come? And honestly, it sounds kind of like I was boring and not a lot of fun. But if I knew I had committed to like working on something that evening, I would have to decline that happy hour because I just knew that if I, it's a slippery slope. Like once you start pushing back your commitment to working on that side hustle, there's always going to be something that comes up. Which brings me to another mindset shift, and that is getting comfortable with saying no. I actually have a whole episode on the What The Fab podcast about how to say no, why it's important, why you need to say no, because I just think that it's, honestly, it's essential to be able to comfortably decline things. Like People will pile crap onto your plate and if you don't stop them, they're just going to pile more on. So if you want to listen to that episode, it is episode six of the What the Fab podcast, but just kind of a brief summary, especially because I, you know, I was working at Google and just everyone at Google is an overachiever, basically. So like people will try to pile on, you know, these extra kind of like projects and just additional things, which could have easily creeped over into my nighttime hours and like working longer hours. But I kind of started experimenting with saying no to things that I just didn't want to work on. And to my surprise and delight, nothing bad ever came of that. I still got great performance reviews. I still killed it at my core role. 
And I was, you know, protecting that time outside of my nine to five for time that I was earmarking to work on my side hustle. And saying no was important for things during my day job. It was also important for potential projects that came up for what the fab for the blog that just weren't a fit, but maybe I thought, you know, I could squeeze it into my schedule or like the money was okay. Maybe I should just do it. Like taking a step back and being okay with saying no to things that weren't like a hell yes was really essential. That also goes for back to what I was saying about like happy hours, social engagements. Like I had to say no to a lot of things. I made it intentional. So if I was spending a Saturday with you and we're going to brunch, I am 100% focused on you and that brunch. Like I'm not on my phone. I'm not posting on Instagram. I am there for you. But then when I come home later that afternoon, I'm focused on working on my side hustle. So I really tried to like dedicate time to my friends, my family, Omid, and then my side hustle outside of my working nine to five hours. You guys, I just discovered Newly and had to tell you about it. It's a fashion rental subscription service. So it's basically like Netflix for clothes. I also have a $10 off discount for you. So I'll let you know how to get that in just a sec. So here's how it works. You pick out six pieces of clothing that get shipped right to your home. You wear them for as long as you want. And then when you're done, you send them back in the same packaging it arrived in. There's a return label in there and everything. Super easy. And they have such cute pieces from brands like Anthropology, Ralph Lauren, Badgley Mishka, Free People, just to name a few. And if you fall in love with a piece and you decide you want to keep it, you can buy it at a super discounted rate. Like I'm seeing anywhere from 15 to 70% off the retail price for the pieces that I have at home right now. You also don't have to worry about washing anything or even if you accidentally damage it, you know, you spill some coffee or pop a sequin or two off, Newly will take care of it and you won't be charged. Personally, I am feeling a little bit uninspired with my closet and my clothes right now after the pandemic, so Newly has just been a great, affordable, sustainable option for me to have a bunch of new outfits every month and just get excited about dressing up again. You can pause or cancel Newly at any time, and I also have a referral link for you to get $10 off your first month. Just go to whatthefab.com slash Newly, and Newly is spelled N as in Nancy, U-U-L-Y. Enjoy, and let's get back to the episode. Okay, so those are my tips for kind of the mindset vertical, but it really just comes down to like prioritizing it, making sure that it is something that you have a larger vision for that's really going to drive you forward and just like committing and sticking to it. So then the next vertical that I mentioned is time management. I just recently did a whole episode about how I manage my time, like my best time management tips and tricks. It's episode 19. You can give that a listen. But basically during this time that I was blogging on the side, this is how it is now as well. But especially back then when I was kind of trying to figure out how to manage my time, if it wasn't on my calendar, it did not exist. So I have multiple Google calendars going on. I had one for obviously Google. I had one for my personal life. I had one for what the fab stuff. And then I had one for workouts. Like everything was in my calendar. It was color coordinated and 
And if it was on my calendar, I was committed to it. So that was really helpful for me and just kind of managing my time and my priorities and making sure that I blocked out time to do what I needed to do to move my side hustle forward. I also was really looking for ways that I could automate and make things between like my life and my work and my side hustle more kind of seamless. So if there was anything that I was doing that I felt like this is tedious or like there's got to be some way to like automate this, I would research and find a way to do that. So I'll share a few of my favorite kind of time saving apps. One of them is Msecure. So you've probably heard of LastPass, but I feel like Msecure is maybe not quite as well known and I think it works better. LastPass, I feel like can be kind of glitchy. Msecure, I have never had any issues with. It is a desktop app. You can also have it on your phone and all of my passwords are stored in there and Omid's passwords too. So like if he needs to log in because he is, I don't know, booking a flight for us and he needs my Alaska Airlines stuff, it's all there. Vice versa, like we don't have to text each other during the day when we're like at separate offices and be like, hey, what's your login for this? It's all there. And plus it's just more secure so that you can have like a million different passwords for all your different things, but not have to remember them. So Msecure is amazing. For scheduling calls, I feel like Calendly and Doodle, like a few years ago, people didn't really, weren't as familiar with it. But at this point, it's like, if you're not using Calendly or Doodle, if you have like a group that you're trying to schedule calls with, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Definitely use those. If you're not already, they save me so much time when it comes to scheduling appointments, phone calls, coffee chats, whatever. And another Another tool that I use to automate that I am obsessed with is Text Expander. So again, this is a desktop app that you install on your laptop and you can basically create these little like shorthand codes that will then input into whatever text field you're typing into a longer message or, you know, text, whatever it is. So for example, I have my phone number, my email address. I have some kind of like typical responses that I would use in DM messages or my email responses, all in Text Expander. So if because those are things, oh, my address, my shipping address for my PO box. Those are things that like come up again and again. And brands are like, where should we send this product to? Like, can you send us a brief bio? And I have created these little codes that I can easily remember. For me, it's like a semicolon and a P will put my phone number or a semicolon and an A will put my address. And it sounds like, okay, how long does it really take you to like type your address or your phone number or like look up your bio? But honestly, those things add up. And when you can do it in just a split second instead of like, okay, where's my bio? Like, where do I find that again? Oh yeah, it's in this folder, copy, paste, like enter it in. That stuff adds up. So as much as you can like automate and shorthand as possible is awesome. And Text Expander has been amazing for that. Like I said, I also use it for like message responses that are kind of to frequently asked questions or things that come up a lot. So that one is a great one. This episode is brought to you by Flowdesk. Flowdesk is an incredible email marketing service provider, and they are the platform that I use for my email campaigns for What the Fab. The platform is so intuitive and easy to use. It's very drag and drop. And best of all, it's aesthetic AF. The templates are beautiful, and you can easily add your own brand colors to it to make sure that your emails look and feel like you. I used to use MailChimp back in the day, but after trying Flowdesk out about a year ago, I was in love and I know you will be too. 
You can give Flowdesk a try for 30 days free. And if you want to keep them, which I know you will, you can use my referral link to lock in a 50% off price at $19 a month and lock that in forever. You can get this offer and try it for free at whatthefab.com slash Flowdesk. And that is spelled F-L-O-D-E-S-K. That's whatthefab.com slash Flowdesk. I can't wait to see what stunning emails you create. Okay, let's get back to the episode. The last time-saving thing I will mention, and I feel like this one might be a little bit kind of controversial at first, but if this is your side hustle that you're trying to free up time for, and that means you have a full-time gig, you have you know your steady income coming in, you might want to consider hiring out some help on a part-time basis. So, and that could be personal things. It could be things for your side hustle, you know, thinking about what is your time worth on like a very quantifiable level. Like I make X amount of dollars per hour at my day job and I'm trying to like free up time for my side hustle. If I can hire someone for half of that hourly salary rate, it's worth it for a few hours a week to free up some extra time for me. Obviously, you have to think about your own personal budget and finances and what works for you. But towards the end of my time at Google, I hired a personal assistant to help out with some things that were just kind of like taking up time for me. And that freed up time for me to work on my blog. And it was awesome. Like I should have hired her years ago. I, oh my gosh, it was amazing. So basically she would help with doing laundry. She would come on Mondays and she would do laundry and she would also cook something that was like big and hearty that we could eat over the next like couple of days for like lunch or dinner. So she would make like chili or like a kale bean and sausage stew, like something, you know, big in a pot or like the Instapot that we could then kind of stretch out for a few different meals during the week. She would also do grocery shopping for me. Obviously with the pandemic, we're all super used to like Instacart and Amazon Fresh and Whole Foods deliveries. And I was doing that as well. But like sometimes you just need, you know, there are certain things that you just kind of need to go to the store for. So she would handle that for me. She would do other personal errands like alterations that needed to be dropped off and picked up, dry cleaning, driving around the city to pick up props for photo shoots, really any just kind of like personal errands or tasks that I needed help with. And it was so, so great. Like 10 out of 10 would recommend. Now that I'm in Napa, I really need to find somebody that can help me with those kind of things that like is physically here in Napa. But yeah, definitely something to consider if you're looking to free up a little bit more of your time and can justify that dollar spend. Okay. And then the last section to think about optimizing here is wellness. So that's both your physical and your mental wellness. This was something that was really important to me so that I could just like be operating at my best and be firing in all cylinders because it takes a lot to be able to work a full nine to five workday and then get yourself, you know, ready to fire up your laptop again in the evening and create more quality work, but for your own side hustle. So first and foremost, working out, super, super important. I can't stress that enough. Like it's such a great stress reliever for me and it just is such an essential part of my routine. I notice it when I skip a few days and don't work out. Like I'm grumpy, I'm sluggish, I'm negative. Like I'm just in a really bad mood. So keeping and maintaining a really consistent workout schedule has been just so important. And like, I really don't think I would be as successful with my business without it. And 
again, just such an important stress reliever. So anytime I was like irritated with stuff at work and then maybe in a bad mood, getting in a really good workout would always just give me a new perspective and I'd be in a much better mood and able to like go on about my day and start working on my side hustle. So with that, the workouts that I like to do are high intensity interval training. When I was at Google, there was this company called Hit School and I worked out with my trainer in person there. And then I actually, when I left Google, I had this, you know, kind of year gap where I was doing a lot of Barry's boot camp and trying to figure out a different routine, but I was really missing those hit classes. And then with the pandemic, they ended up going virtual. And so now I can work out with my old trainer again. I do it from home. You just need a pair of dumbbells and I will put in an ad spot for hit school in this episode so you can hear more about what the workouts are like and how that works. But just know that if you're interested in trying them out, if I refer you, you will get $50 off. So definitely shoot me an email if that's something that you're interested in. They're awesome. And like I said, they have their virtual so you can do it from anywhere around the country. And it's just been such a lifesaver for me. The other thing I started doing while I was at Google was getting into meditation. So this is something I could definitely improve on. I would say I probably meditate for 15 minutes. I probably get like two or three meditations in a week. I really, really would like to be more of like a daily meditation person, but it's something I'm working on. But truly, I know that people that don't meditate are going to be like, sure, like I get it because I used to be that person. But once you get into a routine with it, it provides so much clarity. Like if I'm wrestling with a decision or there's something bothering me, a quick meditation for like 15 minutes with the Headspace app just gives, brings me so much clarity and like calms me down. Like I notice a physical difference in my body and then I'm able to, you know, perform better, do better after that. So I would say if you feel like you don't have time to meditate, then you especially need to meditate because everybody can take 10 or 15 minutes to do that. And, you know, like I said, I don't do it every single day, but it's something that I am trying to to increase the amount of times that I'm meditating every week. And it's just been really, really helpful for me. All right. The next kind of wellness area is nutrition and also caffeine. So I have found it really helpful to kind of experiment with different things and figure out what works for me. So for me, if I have a big lunch with like a lot of grains, like rice or pasta, I notice that I am super, super sluggish in like the late afternoon. So I've always, I mean, I eat pretty healthy, but then when I'm traveling or if there's like a fun event or I'm going wine tasting or out to dinner, like it just goes out the window. So trying to maintain more kind of consistency with my healthy eating was a big thing for me, especially while I was trying to run my side hustle. I mean, it still is now, but especially when I was like, I need energy to work on a blog post from like 9 p.m. till 1030 at night that was really key and essential. I also experimented with some different caffeine sources. So what has worked for me is I have one cup of coffee in the morning. I have a green tea like right after lunch. And then I also will, I just kind of recently started doing this. I wish I knew about them when I was running my blog as a side hustle, but I started taking these beekeepers, natural bee, they're called like bee smart shots. So I learned about this through the Skinny Confidentials podcast. They were interviewing the woman who started this 
B and Honey Brand, and she was talking about all of the benefits that come from royal jelly and these Be Smart brain fuel shots. Lauren from the Skinny Confidential called them like liquid Adderall, but they're natural. There's no caffeine in them. And I was like, I want to try that. So I have recently been using them and they definitely, I noticed a difference with like having clarity and clearing out brain fog. Because like I said, in the afternoons, I definitely can kind of get that energy slump. So I will link to that in today's episode show notes, which you can find at whatthefab.com slash side hustle. And you can check those out if you want to give them a try. Next lesson that I learned around this wellness category was just how important sleep is for me. So when I first started blogging and getting a little bit more serious and into this side hustle, I was like, I can sleep when I'm dead. Like I love my job and I love my side hustle and I'm going to do both. And I'm going to say yes to all the things. Remember saying yes to all the things is not the best. You need to learn how to say no, but I was like, I can do it all. And I was sacrificing the amount of sleep that I was getting in order to do all these things. So I was like traveling a bunch for work. I was saying yes to all of these like blogger events that were in the evenings and then coming home and, you know, writing blog posts until like midnight, one in the morning. And I just started getting sick all the time. Like I would get sick on the airplanes, traveling for work. I would get sick out and about in the city, going to events. And I realized that I needed to scale it back a bit. Like I am somebody that needs, I know that like sleep deprived moms are going to want to reach through their phone screen and slap me right now, but I am somebody that needs eight to nine hours of sleep. I just do. That's how I function my best. If I try to get just six to seven and operate at that level, I'm pretty useless. So I basically accepted that and was like, okay, I need to tone it down a bit. I need to make sure that I'm committed to getting eight to nine hours of sleep every night. And, you know, that is going to mean probably saying no to more things, things taking a little bit longer, not staying up until one in the morning, writing blog posts, but that was really essential for me. The last thing I will say, and this goes for different wellness habits as well as different time management habits and practices. I will say like experiment with different things, like, but also know your body. So try different things, listen to your body, figure out what you like and what you don't like. I also started keeping a journal during this time so that I could get more clear around what was working for me and what wasn't and what my goals are and all that good stuff. But for me, I tried experimenting with like, okay, I'm not a morning person, but what if I woke up earlier and tried to do morning workouts. And so I would get up at six, I would go and do like a bar class or something at 6.30 in the morning, and then go to work after that. And I gave it the good old college try. Like I did it consistently for at least a month. I would say any new habit that you're trying to pick up or try, definitely give it at least a month of consistent trial. I think I did it for a couple of months actually. And I just ended up deciding, you know what? It's not for me. Like I'm really freaking exhausted by the time I get home from work, even more exhausted than I was before I was trying to do the morning workout thing. And it's just kind of like, impeding on my ability to come home in the evening and work on my side hustle. I think I also tried doing afternoon workouts like at noon kind of during my lunch break. That wasn't working as well for me because it was just too long to like be away from my desk at work and kind of put 
too much pressure on me while I was at the office because I felt like I needed to kind of catch up from being at my workout. So that didn't work. What really ended up working for me was committing to evening workouts. So I would get my full eight to nine hours of sleep, go to the office, work all day, and then have an evening workout. At that point, like I'm tired. Everyone's tired after a work day. I get my workout in and then that boost in endorphins would just give me the mental clarity and the energy that I needed to go home and open up my laptop, work on a blog post, you know, work on my side hustle. So that ended up working out really well for me. And that was a routine that I maintained for a very long time while I was doing my side hustle and working full time. And again, so many different things that you can experiment with and try adding to your routine. I would definitely say, you know, add one or two things at a time and see how you like them and kind of be intentional and take note of them. But like meditating, experimenting with your nutrition, journaling, different time management systems, and see what really works well for you with an eye towards optimizing the fuck out of your life. Like how can you optimize your work life, your personal life, and your side hustle life and really just, you know, get it working like clockwork so you're in a good routine that supports all of these areas of your life. All right, those are all of my tips for how to manage a side hustle while you're working full time. I hope that it's helpful for you. If it was, please consider entering this fun giveaway that I'm doing through the end of July. Again, to enter, all you have to do is rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and then snap a screenshot of this episode or any of the What the Fab podcast episodes and share it on your stories. Tag me so that I know that you have entered and I will be sending out a bunch of fun boxes with different goodies. I've got some like beauty bio, some tatcha, some cute, you know, jewelry. It's going to be fun. So I hope that you all enjoyed this episode and we will chat again soon.